Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on, like tedious commutes to work or dealing with your annoying boss. But when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on their crossword puzzles, even though they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So there's literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. I use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole, more like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code r slash at checkout. That's r slash, R-S-L-A-S-H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code r slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code r slash. Welcome to r slash petty revenge, where OP gets revenge against his evil middle school vice principal. Our next Reddit post is from Lord Ray. At my middle school, we had a vice principal who fancied herself a dictator. She made a big deal out of any tiny bit of power that she got. But when I was a middle schooler, I was a good kid who didn't get in trouble often, so I didn't cross her path until the 8th grade. She was friends with a bus driver named Pat. For 6th and 7th grade, we had an awesome bus driver. He was nice to the kids, let us put the windows down when the Georgia heat got too much, etc. But he retired, and the new bus driver we got was an extremely angry middle-aged woman named Pat who didn't like children and made that clear every day. The windows stay up or we go back to the school. She would yell at us because she had the only fan blowing in her face on a 100-degree school bus. Ostensibly, this rule was to keep us from throwing things out of the bus, but that was never an issue before or after. The real reason was that before the bus driver could leave the bus at the end of the day, all the windows had to be back up and locked, so this saved her the effort. My bus stop was the first that she drove by, but the last to pick up, and it had been that way for years. Pat changed this rule and decided that she only wanted to stop on the first pass by and kept threatening to leave the kids in my neighborhood if we made her stop twice. I first got on Vice Principal Karen's radar because Pat left me on the side of a very busy road one morning. She could have stopped, but she wagged her finger at me as she drove away and left me. I flipped off the kids laughing at me out the back window, but the bus driver Pat thought that I was flipping her off. 
I didn't get suspended because she left me with no way to get to school on the side of an extremely busy road, and my mom threatened to sue if it happened again. But after that, those two had it out for me. Pat tried several times to get me on anything. She even coached a kid to say that I bullied him, but when the real principal brought in the kid, he said, No, OP's my friend. It was these other kids who bullied me, and a bunch of other little stuff like that. Anything to get me in trouble. So, the petty revenge comes in here. I was doing my best to make the bus driver's life hell in little passive-aggressive ways. She got annoyed at anything, so it was easy. But it was much harder to annoy Vice Principal Karen. After fighting with the bus driver and the assistant principal for most of the year, revenge came in the form of a police fundraiser. They were advertising it on the local TV news and the local radio stations. If you put someone up for arrest, the cops would show up, throw someone in handcuffs, and put them in jail until they could call a few people to fundraise up the bail. The person who set up the arrest had to pay $10, but it was worth it. My mom, after being annoyed by Pat and Karen all year, put assistant principal Karen up for arrest. The cops showed up and took her to another room where she would call her friends to try to raise money for her to leave. My mom's idea was that she was going to keep having her arrested as long as she could. Except no one would give Vice Principal Karen bail money, not even for charity. So she ended up missing most of the day, sitting in the police precinct, trying to get anyone to put up enough money for her to leave. Eventually, the cops told my mom that they had to let her go because this had gone on way too long. She was, <laughs> she was the only person who didn't raise the bail money that day. Letting her know exactly how much she meant to everyone at that school felt great. I had a friend who heard her complaining about it later that day. She had called the principal, who did donate some, but the other teachers gave nothing, and none of her friends would help out either. Apparently, she thought that one of the teachers put her up for it. It was so minor and so petty that it almost doesn't count. But when I left the school at the end of the year, my mom went up to her and asked, How was jail? before we walked away for the last time. Our next Reddit post is from Hovis Mavis. I was on holiday with my 14-year-old son, and we were watching football in a bar in the evening. I don't really drink, but I do enjoy a cocktail while I'm on holiday. The server came by and asked if we wanted drinks. I asked for a pina colada, and she kind of scoffed and then laughed at the order, said okay, and then walked off to make it. This annoyed me a little. I'm just a grown man who wants to drink a tasty cocktail. What's wrong with that? When she brought back the drink, I got my petty revenge. As she was placing the drink on the table, I said, My mom loved these. God rest her. I always have one on the anniversary of her death to remember her. The server looked horrified and tried to shuffle off quickly, so I asked her for a cocktail stirrer so that she had to come back again. When she came back, I took a sip from the straw, kissed my hand, and pointed to the sky, trying to look sad. She was so visibly uncomfortable, I had to stifle my own laughs. She noticeably avoided our table multiple times after this. Opie, no shame, man. My drink of choice is hard cider, which is basically adult apple juice. And since that's one of the most non-manly, childlike drinks imaginable, I just say, screw it, man. If someone's going to judge you for their drink, okay, fine, whatever. Just live your life and don't worry about it. Our next Reddit post is from Agreeable Key. I'm John. I worked in a pizza shop back when I was in college. I worked with Sarah, a vindictive lady who would stir up a lot of drama. Sarah would pick a target and then bully them into quitting. Where I live, college students can receive welfare if their parents earn less than a certain threshold. 
I was ineligible for student support due to my parents' income, even though they didn't support me, and I desperately needed this job. Matt, a new hire, quit after Sarah harassed him. Sarah's attention then turned on me. Sarah would approach my supervisor and spout BS like, Hey, Mr. Supervisor, I asked John where the snake is, and he said the snake is cutting pizzas. He said this while the supervisor was actually cutting pizzas. And if anyone is wondering what the hell a pizza snake is, I tried to look it up and I couldn't find anything, so I have no idea. Sarah would also shout at me with extreme hostility. She wouldn't warn me if the pans were hot, which is a major sin in kitchen jobs. She conspired with her friends to accuse me of slacking off, even though they'd never complained about me until Matt quits. This took a toll on me. My hours were cut, impacting both my financial and mental well-being. I even considered dropping out of college because I was struggling to afford rent. Sarah was illegally claiming student welfare despite being employed by the pizza shop. You can only claim welfare if you're unemployed. Sarah, in the first year of her law degree, was also aspiring to become a lawyer. Now, the thing about being a lawyer is that you need to be admitted to the bar to begin practicing. The law industry is very strict. Even something as minor as plagiarizing an essay in college would make one permanently ineligible to become a lawyer. Frankly, Sarah was stupid for defrauding the government. There's a way to make anonymous complaints for welfare fraud. Most of the time, the welfare department never follows up. Occasionally, however, they'll send officials to investigate. This was one of the few times they followed up. I sent an anonymous tip, stating the business, her schedule, her name, and her phone number. I was working a shift when the welfare department officials came in, telling us that multiple complaints had been made against Sarah. I think my boss could have just told them to scram, since they probably didn't have a warrant. But instead of doing that, he licked their shoes, showing them all of his CCTV footage. The officials then questioned Sarah. She panicked, confessing to everything. I felt no sympathy for her. As a law student, she should have known to remain silent. Long story short, Sarah received a suspended sentence, which would most certainly disqualify her from becoming a lawyer. She dropped out of college while I continued working at the pizza shop and eventually graduated with an associate's degree. I have an alright job now. Um, honestly, OP, I don't know if this qualifies as petty revenge. What, is, what does one year of law school cost? $48,000 per year. So yeah, if she actually spent that much money and then you bombed her degree, then this definitely qualifies as pro-revenge. Our next Reddit post is from the Joe is Awesome. So I got into a car accident a few days ago. It was minor, but mostly my fault. I was doing a turn out of a residential driveway onto a busy street, and while backing up, I hit a car that was speeding to get past. No airbags were deployed, and both cars were completely drivable. The accident happened at about 4.45. A middle-aged father and mother were in the car, and in the back seat, next to the door they got hit, they had a toddler in a car seat. This family doesn't speak English. The father immediately got out of the car to look at the damage. He tells me there's a baby in the back and shows me the still-sleeping child. His wife immediately gets on the phone with who I believe is the cops. We pull into a parking lot to get off the busy road and wait. About 20 minutes later, I grabbed their hubcap off the road and handed it to the gentleman, and he opened the back door again and showed me the sleeping baby. It's now about 5.40, and the couple's niece and her boyfriend show up. They immediately demand money to fix the car, and I told them that we'll go through insurance. The niece asked several times if I really want to go that way, and I told her there was no way that I had money to fix both cars, so insurance it is. 
she proceeds to call the cops at that point. So the aunt was on the phone with her and not the cops? Ugh. Fine, I'll wait even longer for the cops to come then. Around 6.15, the toddler finally wakes up and starts crying. The toddler's now been asleep for at least an hour and a half and is most likely hungry. At 6.30, the cops show up and ask the niece if the baby needs paramedics. And the niece, who didn't show up until almost an hour after the initial collision, starts to lie to the cops about how the baby's been crying since the accident and to send the baby. I've been in a few car accidents over the years, and I'm starting to smell what this really is. Insurance scam. I looked through my dash cam, and I was able to prove they sped through a red light right before they hit me. When the cop came to ask me what happened, I told him my side of the events, and I showed him the dash cam proving they ran a red light. For good measure, I told the cops that the baby only started crying about 15 minutes prior to when they got there. The niece started screaming that I was lying. I then told the cop, if what she says is true, then I'd like to make a claim against them for child endangerment. They claimed that baby was crying for the last two hours from the accident, and never once did they call 911 for medical assistance. They called their niece to come here instead of emergency services and only asked for them after they were offered. Also, the car seat for their baby isn't center-mounted, as is required by state law. At this point, the niece is calling me every name in the book, like she just found out I cheated on her on Jerry Springer. I then calmly tell the officer that my dash cam was running the entire time we were stopped, and I have it on record when the child woke up. The officer looked at her and said, Ma'am, it's a crime to lie on a police report. Was the baby crying since the accident? All of a sudden, she now had to check with her aunt and uncle to find out. She withdrew her claim, and the officer tossed out her witness statement because she wasn't an actual witness to anything. Hopefully, no more BS comes from this. Our next Reddit post is from Matifer. I was at an event in Paris years ago, a kind of party for creative people. I was alone, and I'm a pretty shy person, but I like to speak with new people. It was a sitting dinner, and I was sitting next to a woman who was extremely loud and egocentric, telling everyone in the room that she was an actress looking for work. Even though I was sitting next to her, she never even turned her face in my direction, always speaking to people on the other side of the room. Every time there was a silence and I had the opportunity to talk to someone near me, she loudly spoke over me about how much she needs to meet a movie producer. I was having a horrible evening, and I just can't stand people like that. I decided to leave early and go back home. I stood up and said, well, I need to wake up early tomorrow. Goodbye, guys. Then, after more than one hour of her ignoring me sitting next to her, she heard me and asked me, Ha, huh, okay, bye, dude. By the way, what's your job, hmm? <laughs> and I told her, I'm a movie producer. Good night. I saw that she was dead inside, and she tried to stand up and speak to me, but I left quickly with a smile on my face. That was our slash petty revenge, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.